Hello, and welcome to the ninth episode of the Good Love Podcast. This is your host, Erica Stevens, and today I uh, will be discussing my hate for accessories. Um, I'm sure other people have that same feeling of just literally despising doing any form of accessories. Um, that's me. I'm that person. Uh, it's like pulling teeth to get me to do anything. But today we will talk about um, why I hate them and why we should do them. Um, it'll kind of be multifaceted here. So I guess I'll just start with a warning that I did not really prepare for this. This is just um, something I wanted to talk about. So I'm not sure how long this podcast will be or um, how awesome it'll be, but uh, it's something I want to talk about um, probably more selfishly for myself because if I don't talk through it, I can't convince myself to do the things I need to do. So here I am doing it just on a public platform. Um, so accessories, uh, why I hate them. Um, it's not necessarily the movements themselves that I hate. Uh, it's more the just getting through them. Um, if you own a gym or if you're a coach, you'll probably understand this very well. That when you get to the gym, it doesn't matter what you're there to do. It's going to take at least three hours. So... Um, it's a squat workout. You get in there. You get started on your on your uh, working sets. In walks someone who wants a membership. Okay, so you leave your squat sets. You walk over. You get this person signed up or you give them a tour or whatever. Then you go back to your squat sets. Then you do another set. And then a client walks up. Hey, I have a question. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. So you answer their questions. You get them set up. And then you go back to your squat set. Okay, last squat set. Cool, last squat set. Then you do your last squat set. Awesome. Now you have to clean up the bar. So you clean up the bar. Then you get out your next movement, or if you had a variation of squats, or if you have a pool or whatever, you get out your next bar. You get started, you get two sets in, and there's no toilet paper in the bathroom. Okay, cool. Gotta go get toilet paper in the bathroom. Then you fill the toilet paper in all the bathrooms. So then you're like, yeah, I should probably check the other bathroom. So then you check the other bathroom, fill that toilet paper too. Um, maybe take the trash out, then you go back to your variation movement. So now you've been there probably an hour and a half and you've done five sets and a warm up. So you get back to your variations, maybe you crank all of them out that time. Cool, done. All right, by the time you're done, you're there probably three hours. Um, two if you're lucky. So we'll just go with the brighter side. So you're two hours in and you are hungry so didn't bring any snacks um shame on you you didn't bring a protein shake or anything but you're two hours into a workout after you've already probably worked a full day as well um i know i personally i work eight to five and then i go to the gym directly after that so i get there about 5 30 um so at this point in time it'd be like 7 30 8 o'clock um i like to eat dinner by like 8 30 or 9 so my body's getting hungry, my body's annoyed, so we're just pushing through, you know, just getting getting things done, um, but it's time to do accessories, and then I feel like I have to make a decision, do I finish these accessories or do I go home and eat and rest, not to mention I could have orders to pack or other things, so I might do one movement and it'll be very half-assed and not with any intent, um, the intent is literally for me to get home. So that's pretty much 
the sum up of what a day in the gym looks like for me. Um, and probably you'll understand why I hate accessories. And it's not I hate the accessories themselves. It's that I hate getting to the accessories. I hate getting through the accessories. So really, um, I know I've talked about this before, that I like to lift by myself. This is the reason why. So when I'm by myself, um, if I walk into an empty gym, I can kind of check through all of the things that may, might pull me away from my workout as a gym owner. Um, I check through those real quick as soon as I get there, or I just wait until I leave and do them. Or um, my co-owner, he can take care of some of them too. Um, but I try to get to all of that. And then when the gym's empty, I don't have anybody walking up to me. I don't have anybody asking me any questions. Um, nothing of that sort. So that's part of the reason why a little while ago I kind of stopped coaching. I took a, took a break, um, just because there was a lot of, uh, interference with my own workouts and yeah, that's selfish, but, um, that's why I'm in the sport. I love coaching because I like to help people, but I don't, if it gets to a point where it interferes with my own strength gains and my own performance, I'll just be done again. Um, so now that there's like a groundwork of don't ask me questions while I'm working out, um, and pretty hard lines, I don't really get any questions. If I approach my client during my workout, then it's, then it's okay. We work through whatever it is. Um, but pretty much everybody knows not to come up to me while I'm working out. Uh, so that's helped a lot. Um, I definitely get to my accessories better when nobody's asking me any questions. I definitely get to everything better when I'm there by myself. It's not always that easy to be there by yourself, especially when you lift at prime time right after work. Um, I can't do the nighttime workout thing because I'm sleepy and it just doesn't go well. Um, but in terms of accessories um, and trying to get them done, what works for me is that I actually use an accountability buddy. Um, I have a friend that literally just calls me on my bullshit. Um, she, she does a pretty good job and I also call her on her bullshit when she doesn't want to do her accessories. So it works out for us. Um, we actually like tell on each other, but we tell on ourselves. It's like, ah, God damn it. I didn't do my accessories today. Um, and then it's like, oh, you better fucking do them tomorrow. And then it works. Um, just having somebody to be there, uh, just to kind of call your bullshit, it works out for me. Um, and then I have another friend uh, that she found out I don't like accessories, and she was like, you just need to fucking do them and get it over with. Like, you're you're imbalanced, and that's why. So here I am uh, writing my showdown prep the other night, and I sit down on my computer. I'm writing out all my main movements. I don't typically program accessories. I hate programming accessories. Um, I like to go by feel, but here I am contradicting myself this time and I wrote down my accessories. Um, so yesterday I actually did my entire workout. I was pretty proud of myself. There's nobody at the gym. Um, I had just driven in from New York, so about three and a half hours. I got to my house, took a quick shower because I smelled like campfire. I hurried up, turned around, put on my gym clothes, drove out to the gym, wrapped knees for my buddy. Uh, he's two weeks out, so he needed me first, so I wrapped his knees. I got a few sets in while he was uh, doing his squats, and then um, after my squats, I did, I did all my workout. It took a little bit longer than I would have liked, 
but it was really nice out. All the doors were open. The gym was quiet. Uh, there was one new member in there, so I was kind of bullshitting with him. But I did all my accessories. Um, and honestly, something that else that helps me is literally just um, our... We have a board on our wall at the gym, and it ranks the entire gym by dots. Um, in terms of just, like, PR board... Uh, I'm really just competing with myself. There's nobody else in my weight class. Um, but on the on the dots board, um, there's competition on that. Uh, right now, I sit at the top, but I know that in a few months, um, Isaac's coming for me, and I know Tyler's coming for me. So that lights some fire under my ass. Uh, in terms of like the competition at the showdown, I'm going to do the absolute best that I can. Uh, I don't really have any um, plans or goals. Like, my goals aren't to win my weight class. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. But my goal is to get there healthy from now till then and to put up the best total I've ever put up. Um, but my goal for hometown is, in fact, to stay at the top of that board. I'm anticipating not being at the top of the board here uh, in a few months. I've got... Isaac has USAPL Nationals in um, a couple weeks, and he is literally killing his training. He's murdering it. Um, Tyler, he has USPA Nationals in July. He is destroying his training. And then Chris Hepler is hitting up Beast of the... No, not Beast of the Bluegrass. Uh, the Kentucky Open or whatever, the RPS meet down there. Um, he's, he's just an animal. So I'm going to have to do a lot of work to keep my throne. Uh, and... And that's kind of my goal. And when I want to go home early, I look over at that board and realize that that seat at the top is temporary. Um, so that's kind of what's fueling me here. Uh, and then just trying to not get injured again. We talked about this on the um, injury, coming back from an injury podcast segment. Uh, I'm injured. So uh, what I do is selective right now. Uh, I'm able to push it pretty hard. I'm almost back to normal. Uh, there are still certain movements that or positions that'll give me nerve pain, pretty pretty significant nerve pain. Um, but other than that, I feel pretty great. Um, so that's that's gonna be exciting. Um, I can push the weight a little bit. I know I did a little bit on the lighter end of squats yesterday, but my trap bar deadlifts were on the higher end. And I also finally moved from the high bars down to the low handles. So that's pretty fucking cool, too. Um, that's that increased range of motion that I'm finally getting to. Um, but in terms of kind of planning my accessories now, I have um, I have a light squat day, quad-specific day. I have a light bench day, shoulder and chest-specific accessories. I have my deadlift-specific day, and I do hamstrings. And then I have a heavy bench with heavy back accessories. And then I have a heavy squat with bench volume day. And on that day, I kind of hit um, whatever I missed in terms of legs and posterior chain. Uh, and that's kind of my, my setup. Um, I, don't, I still don't kill myself on the accessories. I am pushing it. Um, but at this point in time, I 
essentially didn't lift for 12 weeks. So my work capacity is really low. If I went in and hammered myself really hard on accessories, then I just wouldn't recover for the next workout. So with that, I, I'm kind of going like medium heavy, probably like, a like five reps in reserve ish area on my accessory, uh, range. Um, I do that. I do it kind of light. I do them fairly quick. Um, never really like doing a full lockout. I might do like a squeeze if it's a back. Um, I try to just keep my legs or whatever body part under tension the entire time, um, where there's no real pauses in that just to kind of get some size back in my legs and my arms, and my shoulders. Um, and then, yeah, most of it for me is about blood flow and corrective, um, work and then a lot to hit those smaller muscle groups that I know are weak that have been contributing to my back issues. Um, so I do that, and then on top of that, I do probably core four days out of my five workout days. Um, I do a lot of that, a uh, little bit of mobility work. That, that's stuff I do at home, like on my lunch break or when I have a break between conference calls. I don't like to spend time on that at the gym because that time is where people mostly they'll see me like on the turf or just on the floor and then that becomes like it well this isn't a workout so I'm gonna go this is what I'm imagining people are thinking um I'm gonna go talk to her now uh so I'm not interfering with her workout but what that causes is like this spiral of me talking to people uh because I have no self-control and I will just, if I talk to one person, then I just start talking to everybody. And next thing I know, I'm just like walking around the gym, sitting in the wheelchairs, like bullshitting with everybody. And that's something that I need to avoid. So that's kind of how I have my programming set up. Um, that's for me personally. Uh, I know other people who do very heavy accessories so maybe their main movements aren't super heavy but then their accessories are like balls out just destroying themselves uh i know people that do balls out on both and they just wreck themselves and then they have to do a deload every fourth week um i try to avoid deloads if i can i think it's a waste of a week um, I do kind of like a mini deload where it's not truly a deload, but I do drop back in percentage. So it's like a cyclical like wave type every four weeks where I go up and then I drop down five to seven and a half percent, sometimes two and a half, depending on how the weight's moving. Um, and then I ramp back up. So overall, the progression is linear over time but the weight isn't just constantly increasing. Um, that's kind of how I structure it, but there's people who just beat their dicks into the ground until they're forced to deload, um, and the deload probably comes way faster and more often than if you would just plan it. So that's kind of my approach to training there. Um, I don't. There's nothing wrong with doing super heavy accessories. Uh, something I have kind of observed in my time in the gym is uh super heavy tricep extensions um not just tricep extensions but tricep accessories in general you're really just setting yourself up for uh elbow tendonitis 
and it might not appear during those heavy, heavy tricep movements, but if you're not balancing those with a bicep movement, you're really setting yourself up to failure. And a lot of people think, well, I just have to, I just have to hammer my triceps. My lockout sucks, blah, 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 blah. But your, your arm needs to be balanced. It's just like core strength and back strength. Like if you're squatting and you have a weak core and a strong back, like, yeah, you're going to do that, uh, rounded good morning bullshit squat. Um, however, if your, your biceps are weak or not large and your triceps are fucking ginormous, uh, you're going to have a lot of weird tension pulling on that elbow. Um, and it's just not going to be good. So if you're going to hammer your accessories really, really hard and be that person, please, please look and make sure that you're balancing both sides of the movement. It's like having really, really strong hamstrings and weak quads. You don't want that. You want to try to be as balanced as you can in your legs or any, any appendage really. Um, so just be, pay attention if you're going to be that person. Um, even if you're going to do light, you still want to balance. Um, I know that I do a lot of bench work. I bench three days a week. Um, and I do triceps, face pulls, and hammer curls a lot. I do three days of hammer curls. Any day that I bench, I do hammer curls. Um, and it's worked really well for me. I have not had elbow tendonitis in over two years probably. Uh, and I do squat low bar. I don't ever take low bar out of my program. Um, I have moved away from low bar squatting before for multiple weeks. And every time that I come back to it, my back flares up. So I decided just to keep it in at all times. Um, this last back flare up, I do believe was just a mixture of too much intensity and too much volume at once. But I was pr pushing pretty hard because I felt really good and it kind of backfired on me. Um, I don't know if I misgrooved. I don't know what happened, but, um, I'm feeling better now. So that's all that really matters. Um, but yeah, you just have to be smart when you do your accessories. Um, think like bodybuilders, right? Bodybuilders are balanced. Um, they train everything very specifically. Um, it's a different world, but they, they figure out how to target the muscle that's weak or small and they... They hit that, but they don't just hit that. They also hit the opposite, unless the opposite's already larger. Um, I mean, they probably still hit it. They just don't hit it as hard. So that's that's the point, right? So, like, I'm not saying if you bench a bunch, don't, don't hit triceps. I'm saying hit your triceps, but also hit your biceps with equal intensity. Or if you know that you have bad elbow tendonitis or... Um, weak biceps, get in there and work those biceps more frequently. Um, the other one that I hit a lot is face pulls. Um, that's really just to help balance out my shoulders. Um, I bench so much that I kind of roll forward a bit. So I hit my, um, I hit my rear delts a lot to try to just bring myself back to a neutral positioning. Um, but that's pretty much it. So I guess the big lesson in this podcast um, and what I'm trying to get across is don't be me. Uh, don't find reasons and excuses to not do your accessories. Um, I'm trying to hold myself more accountable by posting um, 
my main workouts and some of my accessories, videos of some of them, um, not all of them, but kind of laying it out as kind of a public training log um, for my time to the showdown. Uh, as I saw, as I stated in my um, earlier and in my post yesterday, showdown prep started yesterday. So we're, I think, 19 weeks out. Um, it's time to kind of push. I'm going kind of light for now. Uh, just to make sure everything's where it's supposed to be. Back is in good shape. Um, I'm hitting the chiropractor two, three times a week. Um, keep my hips aligned a little bit better. Um, but accountability is a huge thing here when it comes to accessories. They're the easy things to skip because you can still honestly um, just do main movements to get stronger. And I honestly did that for probably a year and a half. Uh, I did basically nothing other than main movements, and my numbers still went up. I mean, you can look at my open powerlifting. I only had one lift that struggled over a couple years, and that was deadlift, and I think that was just an overall programming issue. I wasn't doing what I knew would have worked, um, and I was trying some other things. So that actually went backwards there for a little bit, but we're back on the uptick. I know what works. Um, we're hitting it. We're hitting accessories. And uh, this should be a really good prep as long as I can stay in one piece, which is always the biggest battle in powerlifting. But um, do your accessories, kids. They'll pay off. Um, don't be the, don't be me. Don't be the um, main movement only person and then wonder why you get hurt. Actually, I don't wonder. I know why I get hurt. Um, it's because I don't do accessories. And I don't... Um, balance my body and correct things when they go wrong so don't be me um don't be that person um but that's really all there is to it today um so i hope you enjoyed thank you for listening um good lift apparel uh give us a follow on instagram we've got some cool stuff happening we just released the bags um they're customizable if you haven't got one yet go grab yourself one uh, we got fanny packs, some drawstring bags, some customized duffels if you want to put your name on it. Um, coming up next, we're going to have two new pairs of track shorts. Uh, so the shorty shorts. Um, we're going to have black ones and blue ones. And then I'm also going to be bringing out a pair of 9-inch uh, inseam champion basketball shorts with pockets. So those are awesome. Um, I've been testing those out make sure... The print and everything stays on the way I expect it to, and everything seems to be going pretty well. I've watched them a few times. Everything's everything's holding on tight. Um, I'm sure some of you have seen on Instagram, some of my girls are wearing some prototypes. Um, we've got some booty shorts I'm working on. I've got uh, some sports bras I'm working on. Uh, I'm also working on some leggings. Those are... Um, exciting i'm excited about those um i have some more prototypes coming in here shortly to test those out there were a few things i didn't like about the ones i've already made um and then coming in the next few weeks probably june mid-june i will be doing a meet the essentials drop um that will have new deadlift socks um singlets and probably going to restock the competition tees, maybe make a new colorway. Um, but I'm excited. That's what we've got coming. 
Uh, again, give us a follow on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to the podcast if you can, please. Leave me a review. Uh, click some stars if you if you have a minute to, to do that for me. I'd appreciate it. Um, if you want to follow my showdown prep training, follow me on my personal Instagram, e.stevens11. Um, follow my sponsored athletes, uh, Cody Robbins, Chrissy Robbins, Trevor Jaffe, and Riley Presnell. Um, they are great. Tons of knowledge coming out of all four of them, and they're all excellent lifters. Um, you'll definitely learn a lot if you follow them. So give them a sh- give them a chance. Give them a follow. Um, again, thank you. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. And that's all for me today. Thanks.